As we drown in WAPs and the last death groans of a failed empire, the boys pull in the man, myth, and legend Joe Brady to talk about bespoke bagpipes and the cure for COVID, live from Andy's rape dungeon in the 135th episode of the Channerant Podcast. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Josh, and welcome to the Channerant Podcast. This is an explicit show. So, I'm going to give you five seconds to listen to something else. That's five, four, three, two, and one. Fuck! You know, something must have went wrong if we're back here. If we're back here. <laughs> um, <laughs> For those watching. Did I say with me as always? My bearded co-host, Mr. Andy Fuko. That's me. Um, cool. You have, you have at least... Five bullet points to think of what your auto open is going to be. <laughs> Listeners can review the show on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and soon to be Amazon Music. You can send us emails and voicemails. We play it on air. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or if you're Australian, Snapchat. Check Woo-hoo. out the Channerant store, Channerant.com. Get yourself some fucking merch, man. Get some good ass merch. Like this. The yeah, shirt that I'm wearing. Rocking the For Fuck's Sake shirt. Uh, I've got this Secret Six uh, Dark Heather, which yeah, that's a lovely shirt, fantastic, and it makes it makes it look like I've been doing more push-ups than I have. It does. It's it's just the tight in the right places. See <laughs> the nipples. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I got pokies going. It's brilliant, I, man. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I try to. You know, my my fashion hero is uh, George Clooney's Batman, so I really want <laughs> I really want the nipples showing at all times. <laughs> that's brilliant. Is that the girls' T-shirt? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I bought him the girls' one so that it would look better. On also it. known as the hunk cut. <laughs> uh, you can support the show not only through rocking some sweet ass fucking merchandise, but by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash channerant, where you will get access to the live stream. Uh, you get videos early. Oh, fuck. I was supposed to post that other video this week, wasn't I? That which, which one? make the one public, the part two to Winter Storm. You're supposed to do that. <laughs> I was supposed to do that like a week ago. There's so many things you're behind on this I'm, week. I, dude, is, should I give you shit for it now or later? Yeah, no, you can get whenever you feel like it. Because I yeah. this this week has done me dirty. Let's be real. <laughs> I have not I have not been a very good uh, host slash company runner. I don't know what you call what I do. Can I just say this? Like, all right, the show that we post live to YouTube. Who gives a fuck, right? Nobody just gives a shit. But last week, last Friday, as a matter of fact, Josh was producing the episode of the show the the audio version that is true and then suddenly like a um story goes up on instagram saying hey look the episode's actually coming out before we do the next episode look yeah. at how great i am i flew too close to the sun on that one. <laughs> you burned yourself on that one because all of a sudden josh is up editing this week and guess what didn't happen not it nothing i yeah. thought about i thought about like doing an instagram story just fucking with like, them, like where's hey the, where's the where's fucking the fucking show, show? <laughs> But I you would have been you would have been well within your rights. I would have, yeah. Because Josh loves to give me shit when I, I fucking did. go late. Yeah, but uh, no, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> I got dicked down. I got dicked down by life. You know, it, <sighs> it does happen. Hey, um, that's all right. But last but not least, please invite share with your friends. Uh, I'll open. Josh, hey Josh. But last but not least, please invite share with your friends. Was that God me? damn it, Was Joe. That me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. Fusco. <laughs> you know what really sticks a Joe Brady into my audio session? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> when uh, I get a call, well, no, a text message about an hour and a half before the show saying, Josh says, uh, uh, my internet is still shit. Uh, your, your place at 630? I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, imagine how I felt. Like, after the, like, countless hours I've put into like trying to build out that studio space mm-hmm. to then oh I can't use it 
Because my fucking internet is just complete garbage. Yeah. That's, uh, that's my, the cable company. My internet company has been uh, cutting in and out for like a week now. I think it's been over a week now. It's been, it's been nuts because it's been since the last episode. So, yeah, it's, yeah. Been, it's been about a week, maybe a little yeah. over a week. Yeah. Um, I have new internet coming in. Um, they already ran the cable. Then the technician just has to come install the stuff inside my house. That's on Monday. Oh, I can't wait. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to actually be able to use the <laughs> we, room that I fucking sacrificed for the show <laughs> in my house. Things will actually work. This is going to be amazing. Well, we always say that. We've been saying things will actually work for 135 episodes now. <laughs> this is the one. And no matter how much I do, it <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Works. Um, but yeah, so anyway. we've got to finish building at the studio because I want to, you know, I want to make sure it's nice for our Stewart episode, uh, which is next week on Saturday. Oh my God. The Stewart episode. The, the crown jewel in the Channerant Empire. And by the not way, to, like, I mean, not to sleep on Joe Brady, who is very quietly and patiently waiting yeah, for, we haven't introduced to him give yet, a but... chance to talk. <laughs> by the way, Stuart Little episode is oh, October 3rd. Oh, we didn't 3rd. fucking play Channer either, did we? Yeah, yeah fuck it. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. We totally didn't. <laughs> I was like, wait, we, pre- we prepped and everything. Uh, but Stuart episode is October 3rd, and that we is. officially quit everything on October 4th. I'm done. I've already made the best podcast in all of bagpiping. I don't need to continue. No. I'm moving to North Carolina. Yeah. I'm quitting all this shit. Hey. I'm moving to... I'm going to go play with North Texas. There you go. You're going to move to the middle of nowhere. You're going to be a firefighter out there in Texas putting out fires. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be a cush Find ass a job. Wet. Jeremy Downs will be my boss. That'll be less than ideal. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> it's better if he's not my boss, though. Better you than me. But uh, real quick, um, before we get into the frivolity, we do have a somber note. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I found out via social media today that uh, the drum major, Rachel Lowry in Northern Ireland, uh, had a very untimely passing. And that's a fucking bummer because Northern Ireland, I consider to be my home away from home. It's our second home. Yeah, it's my rainy vacation home. Um, and all those people are so tight-knit. It's such an amazing piping community. And they've uh, they've unfortunately suffered a tremendous loss um so our condolences as a show go out to everyone that's affected by this we're we're very sorry to hear it um it always sucks when you lose one of your own absolutely and in the piping community if you're in it everybody's one of yours <laughs> that's true we're a very small community and we love each other very much well i mean most busco sometimes loves people a little too much too much yeah it happens and in chanarant form uh now that we've expressed condolences we're getting back to the dick jokes yeah that's what people would want. Joe, do me a real favor. Say, and now back to the dick jokes. Go ahead, say that for me. And now back to the dick jokes. Super. <laughs> so before we go on. Yes, dear. There's, there's, I was hoping we we're going to do this in your place because we're building out this awesome studio in your place, but I have a gift for the show. A gift for the show, the Channer Ranch show. For the Channer Ranch show. Okay, I'm, I'm going to let you open it because I know what it is, but this is a very special. Why do I feel like I can? Wow, an unboxing. It. It's like a Matt Willis unboxing. <gasps> You found a red bell. A red bell that says what? Ring for a beer. <laughs> How cool is that? We got our bell back, people. It's back. Drink, bitches. <laughs> now, did you lose your bell? We, our, it broke. We, it broke during a very heated bell oh. session. Yes. We I'm were sorry. like, we were hitting the bell like we were masturbating, Joe. Like, which is, which is hard. Um, <laughs> it's, the only, it's really the only way to do it. Speaking of the internet being down, it's like, it's like masturbating in the dark ages now. I mean, are you back to like pictures and magazines? Yeah, or like, like I don't, I don't keep that stuff on hand because I was born in this century. <laughs> but, uh, but Joe, you're going Joe, you, Joe Brady style. Yeah, can you send me? I bet you, you seem like the magazine type. You seem like the guy that reads the articles. Yeah, I have a collection of swank. I'll, uh, I'll send you some out. Oh, superb! Yeah, you know, I bet he. he <laughs> 
<laughs> he buys them for the articles. That's all. <laughs> yeah. J- July 84. Fantastic issue. Let me tell Swank. you. Uh, Penthouse Forums was arguably the greatest thing that ever happened to me in 1989. Discovering Penthouse Forum. And I know you're out there. People out there listening to the show, they know what I'm talking about. These are when people would write in letters about these awesome things that would happen to them, like threesomes with some crazy hot girl that came to town or whatever. And now we live that life. You know, I went Isn't back that crazy. <laughs> now, now it just happens to me. It's like, wow, this that's it. <laughs> uh, and you don't even pay it forward. You don't even write the damn letter. No, it's like you dick. Dear Penthouse Forums, all this stuff happened. Signed, Chris Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Mean, meanwhile, <laughs> um, <laughs> me, meanwhile, Fuss goes, you know, halfway across the world, dicking down some tenor drummer. Her bag falls off her head, but his is still on, so he's good. Right. And and he has nothing to write. He doesn't even write it up and send it in. Come on. <laughs> well, I wrote it for the, the Dirtbag Olympics. I mean, that's the modern penthouse forum, though, at yeah. least for bagpipes. Should we, should we come up with a double bagger shirt? <laughs> <laughs> double bagger, like a... <laughs> Oh, there's, there's so many things we could there's do. There's so that. many ways you could go with it. <laughs> I have a lot of ideas for that. <laughs> Joe, Joe, have you ever heard the phrase double bagger? No, I have not. Do you know what it does? So you don't know what a double bagger is. I'm, I'm going to imagine is that when you have to put two Dorito bags around your dick because you forgot a condom? No, no. A double bagger. bagger. A double bagger is when you put a paper bag over her face because she's so homely, and. Then you put a paper bag over your head, too, in case hers falls off. Correct. Yeah. Ah, okay. That's a real ugly girl. I've been there in my life, let me tell you. Um, but I've... <laughs> Want to hear a funny story? When I was, like, fucking 17, maybe? 17, 18 years old, maybe? So, so a long time ago. A long time ago. I hooked up with this girl, and I, I was very ignorant. I mean, I'd been through health class, so I knew what a condom was, and I knew how women got pregnant. <laughs> that's, your, that's your basis. <laughs> My basis for sexual knowledge was I attended health. I, absolutely. Joe knows what I'm talking about. He's my age. Uh, so I hooked up with this girl that I, at, this, at the job. I was working at a restaurant. And she was known for being kind of, a, kind of easy, you know? So the uh, fr- We like to call that a sexually empowered female, but continue. So me, well, back then it was, they were yeah, whores. Back, back, now yeah. they're sexually empowered. Back then, back then <laughs> everyone who was like... It, it blows my mind that people are like, oh, man, that chick's such a whore. Like, dude, if it wasn't for chicks who give it away easy, a lot of you motherfuckers would never get laid. Yeah, like, like, be nice to the girls yeah, that are giving it you, up. You might want to be a little nicer. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I hooked up with this chick, and uh, she was known to be promiscuous. And so, without knowing better, I double-bagged it, meaning I used two condoms. Oh, so that's I was a like, terrible I was idea. Sca- I, I didn't know that at the time. Do not do this, kids. <laughs> do not do this. This is exactly what you don't want to do. Rubber rubbing on rubber means they both break. It's yes. really, really terrible. Idea. And that's a, that's assuming the top one doesn't come off and then just get rammed up there by the fucking correct by your correct. you know twisted little penis. Correct. Yes. Jeez, uh, I must have been. Was I eighteen? Anyway, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know this, but Fusco's dick is like a corkscrew shape, like a duck. <laughs> So they once can't it's get in, away. It's not coming out. Yeah, they can't get away once it's in there. Until uh, <laughs> I finish in it. <laughs> Wait, what do you, how do you think Joe got married? I mean, come on, man. I'm not the only one with this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This anyway, is, anyway. Yeah, uh, that's a great story. I'm really glad you shared that with us in our audience. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. So wait, there was a beginning and a middle. Is there an end to that story? Uh, she, she didn't get pregnant, so all, all, all's well that ends well. 
And I so uh, did they break? Did they heat up and start on fire? Did one stay inside of her? No, no, no. Everything worked out actually. Nothing went went wrong. But I remember like reading about it, or somebody told I told a buddy or something. He's like, "That's a horrible idea. They break when you do that." I'm like, "Oh, I didn't know. I just thought I better be double protected in case one breaks. I don't want to catch anything." So <laughs> it's such a stark contrast from your safety precautions nowadays. Oh, dude, I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, now, nowadays, nowadays, Fusco just like dips it in a bowl of bleach and brings it over. Still, like, like we're good. It'll be fine. Oh my god, Joe, tell us about the the early days of Joe Brady and his sexual escapades as a teenager. Yeah, not not gonna happen. Damn it. That's why we brought you here, not to talk about McClellan bagpipes. Uh, heirloom bagpipes, yeah, <laughs> that too, absolutely heirloom bagpipes, Her- heirloom, heirloom, Joe. Why, why? Why? Why do you keep saying heirloom? It's so strange. Spelled um, with an H. So we do have an email. Uh, this is from James. Did it all fit? Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's pretty small. So James says, "I have a submission for the weirdest slash coolest unique gig. I recently stood in the kitchen of a fourteen million dollar mansion and played Amazing Grace while a professional chef from Jamaica killed lobsters for that night's dinner. I was paid well." But it would have been worth it for free. So was he playing Amazing Grace for the lobsters? Yes. Is that the assumption? Yeah, like, that's they, my assumption. Like, that's the last thing I would want to hear is I'm being killed by a Jamaican chef. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine? Like, who was watching like, this? That Like, you know what I'd like to hear would be a fucking sound of an ambulance. That'd be great. Joe, what was the weirdest gig you've ever done? Uh, <laughs> this show right now. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. Is that your answer? I, I really don't have an answer to that. You caught me off guard. I don't. I, I can't recall what the weirdest thing. I, there's been so many weird things, but on top of there's been so many cool things. So, have you ever played a lobster genocide? I have have not. I mean, I, I get upset seeing live lobsters get put into hot water. It just it's that's not the way you do. That's it. That's not the way you, you do it. You knife them right in the fucking noggin. Right. Yeah, Joe's a very or, sensitive or, man. Or you put them in water and you let the water slowly get warm. Oh, I thought you just charge in their house while they're sleeping and shoot them seven times. <laughs> well, as long as the guy's playing Amazing Grace, no, that, hey, on, the Amazing Grace. That's how the cops the do it. Yeah. That's how people like Joe Brady when he was still a cop used to do it. Joe, don't, we, we, can't talk, we can't talk about those things. <laughs> wasn't it great back in the day when, when you were when you were still a cop back in the day before like people would protest when cops would do horrible shit to people? Wasn't that the best when you could just get away with anything? Uh. I'm just grateful that when I was the police, we didn't have to wear body cameras. Oh yeah, <laughs> so we can you know? beat the shit out of people, and no one would know. And there wasn't there wasn't CCTV everywhere, so right. yeah. I'm not saying I'd be in jail, but uh, Joe, were you like one of those you know, cops? You'd have to you'd like... have to explain a lot of broken batons, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Joe would arrest. I, hey, I still have I got my batons right in here. Did Joe, you have the Did you have the full wood? <laughs> here, hold on. Let me get a hand <laughs> Joe's got to. Oh, I got to go back to being able to see him. Hold on. Oh shit! Look at so that. Wall. Man, he used to beat so many black people with that thing. <laughs> God damn. So it's a it's an old, it's an old baton. I used it today to uh, to tie in a sheepskin bag. Oh look! Look at <laughs> there you. you go. Multi purpose. That's amazing, dude. That's so a, a great tool. Really, you know, pull the, the, the string with. Yeah. Oh, so that's awesome, man. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Still got it. They let me keep it. Still that's blood great. on it. Oh wait. Oh. No, there's no blood. On it. We're not gonna talk about that. We're so Joe. It. Uh, I don't know if you're aware, but the 2020 Big Rap Show Awards are coming up. Uh, how many of the categories did you nominate us for? 
I, I didn't nominate any. And Andy, I hope you don't think you're going to win Best Beard this year. Well, who do we know who the competition is yet? Uh, he hasn't really said, but uh, if I'm going to nominate anyone for Best Beard, it's going to be Brian May. Oh yeah, I know Brian. Has uh, he got his beard back? Because he shaved it, didn't he, for a bit? It's, it's back. It's it is back. It's that guy's remarkable. I ran back. into him at the uh, the New Jersey Metro, whatever Metro Cup or whatever, and I was like, huh? "Dude, you're." He, he had shaved and it was back already. It was so and it was glorious. Like just like this, he went. And it just came. It right just back, comes right so. back, dude. That guy's beard is insane. And how he hasn't won, yeah. I have no idea. So should we release the uh, Fuko beard neck gator since? <laughs> We absolutely should. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll I'll throw that up in the store. Um, I was saving it for the holidays, but yeah, you know, an early Christmas present for everyone. You can, you too, can have a Fuko beard. <laughs> I think that's on great. Your, on your, are you going to nominate Rob, Rob Big Rap for having the best podcast? Uh, they are not accepting nominations for themselves. Yeah, how how cool is that? Finally, grabs like uh, we win every year, so we're just not going to do it. Well, his back and he was getting changed tired. His he can get best social media too, but he changed his look. You know, <laughs> yeah, anyway. his, his back was getting tired from sucking his own dick. <laughs> Hey now, hey now, hey, hey, hey. Now back to the dick jokes. Oh, hey now. <laughs> I love rap. I feel like they deserve to win the years they won because there really was no competition. I'm, I'm nominating fucking Podband Pipecast for best social media. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. They're they're amazing. <sighs> <laughs> and there goes Kevin for another six months. Yeah, I know. Now we know. <laughs> I still think we could get them on our show. I, I really like sloppy balls. Do you think I should actually ask? Because I think we should. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: we can shit on other piping podcasts as much as we want because it's fun. Right. But we're still all in the same boat. Like we're one big happy family, whether we're dysfunctional or not. So I mean, yeah, you know, true. I still I love shitting on the Grace Note guys, and they're I love those dudes. Like, I mean, they never fire back because they never actually record anything. So who yeah, would know? Yeah, we, we got plenty of time. We can get we can a hundred <laughs> shots in before they uh, even realize what the hell is going on. Yeah, I I'm thinking we should do it because. I mean, we shit talked to the lady pipers and had Val on. Yeah, and she was great. Yeah, was so fun. maybe they just maybe they just need the right guidance. They got to get the attitude of uh, <laughs> you're getting picked on because people like you. <laughs> like it's got to be the attitude of like it's like yeah, I'm fucking with you, but you know I fucking do the same thing. I just do it a lot better. Yeah, but do we like them though? I think yeah. Why not? What what is there to dislike? I don't mean I don't listen to the show, I but know. the one girl's attractive, I suppose. I'm if I don't, it's fine. <laughs> oh, fucking Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's the way to go, dude. The other one's got huge cans. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I'm. I'm I so guess yeah, I'm see, focus on focus on the things that you value, <laughs> Fusco. I value because I like it when other people are making pipe band content. But you just yeah. focus on the tits, and you'll but, be fine. I mean, I'm doing me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun. I would no. I'm just kidding. They just got to gotta give as good as they get. You know, they got to get good at shit talking well, maybe, maybe after the steward show see how the steward show goes and maybe have the ladies <laughs> on that fucking, that's a nosedive dude Jeez. seriously we're gonna go from steward little <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh i can't i'm so excited to have steward on he confirmed i've i confirm with him like every other day I'm he's probably sick of hearing from me <laughs> check it on him constantly <laughs> like steward you're coming right please tell me because and, and you know he's gonna turn the webcam on and stevie's gonna be right next to him oh god that would be the most amazing that'd be fucking that fantastic that's not happening. And now it's back to And the then I just then I just hang on. <laughs> I mean if they both came out at the same time. I mean, I'd be like, hey Stuart, who's that behind you? Like, oh Steve Mc boop hung up. <laughs> oh, we, we ran out of time this week, folks. And we're out of time. <laughs> just like the old was it Jimmy not Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy yeah, Jimmy Kimmel bit, right? Yeah. yeah. So okay, let's pay some bills. 
right, we got to pay some bills. Yeah, so let's let's do uh, let's do McClellan, and then um, we still have Dojo links up, and I feel like we haven't given the Dojo love in a while. Yeah, we got to do them both. Wait, is, is that, oh, that, that that's as much fucking warning as I get? Uh, you said let's do it. <laughs> I was trying to make it make yeah, it can, seamless. Count me down. Okay, so we got <laughs> Joe here, so he's gonna let me know if, if we did the ad well. Yes, because he constantly complains that we keep fucking it up. Yeah. So, um, so Fusco, I'll point for play and I'll point for pause in case we have to do a retake. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Let's do this. McClellan bagpipes. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Joe, what do you think? I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it's to the point. All right, let's try it again. Do another one. Okay, okay. You ready? Do, do, do the same thing, but with a Scottish accent. Yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm, yeah. I'm terrible at accents. Do, okay, do it with an Australian accent. That would be even worse. Australian accent, and yeah. they like they like McClellan bagpipes in Australia. Wait, do the Northern Irish accent. Okay. Ready? I got, I got Can this. you do a Derry accent? Can you do it, Derry? Okay, okay. I got this. Ready? All right. You got a point to me, though. Does Vidania, comrades, McClellan bagpipes, North American artisan bagpipe maker, Roddy McClellan from New Scotland. What do you think, Joe? So, true story, there is a Russian bagpipe maker that took all of Roddy's profiles and copied them and has his own website selling McClellan bagpipes. Really? No is there nothing that they won't do on social now? Wow. Yeah. It's one thing if you want to steal our elections, but now you're going to copy our bagpipe <laughs> makers? Really? I would expect this from India, not Russia. Yeah, it was a rushing. He did a really good job aesthetically, but uh, sound-wise, they don't quite sound like McClellan's. <laughs> what are they made out of? The bones of the <laughs> Ukrainians? Yeah, they're, oh, they're, they're made out of blackwood. So, oh well, yeah. racist. <laughs> are you going to do a real one this time? Yeah, I'll do a real one. All right, here we go, Joe. Joe, let us know how this goes. Here we go. Use your point. This episode of the Channeran Podcast is brought to you by McClellan Bagpipes, North American artesian bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from East Scotland. Adhering to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, using the finest materials and employing bespoke design, committing to constant innovation and evolution, you get sustainable solutions like the Revelation Bagpipe. Bespokebagpipes.com Get your McClellan Bagpipes at Bespokebagpipes.com What do you think, Joe? That was nice. That wasn't bad. I thought you were talking a little yeah. fast. You were I got a, to fit in a, I got a face made for radio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got it in. We paid the bills. The lights are still lights are still on. Lights are still on. <laughs> Internet's still working. Are people out there? I don't have no idea. Uh, I've, I've not been checking, but we can shortly. Real quick. Um, <clears throat> not to do these back to back, so I'm not going to. But we have some news. We do? It's the only news that came out this week, man. The backpacking world has been fucking quiet. It's very quiet out there. Have you have you noticed that, Joe? Uh, that it's been quiet. Yeah, I don't feel like there's a lot going on. That's good, anyway. I mean, it, it, well, I mean, there's really nothing going on. Good, you have to find some light, right? Um, but no, it's been a shit week too. <laughs> yes, it has. We have lost a lot of fucking decent human beings. In good news, which I'm going to try to do some good news every episode from now on to keep me from trying to suck start my own shotgun. <laughs> uh, the 2020 Glenfiddich Solo Piping Championships will take place on October 31st, famously known as Nevada Day. Yes. Live from the Great Hall of Blair Castle in Blair Athol, Scotland. This is the, uh, I think Pipe Strums posted this, and I stole their work, as I typically do when it comes to news. I either steal it from them, or I steal it from Rab. One or the other. 
The uh, only ones that actually know what's going we've on. We've got 10 motherfuckers playing. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be live streamed, and the contestants are Callum Beaumont, Bruce Gandy, Finley Johnson, Jack Lee, Stuart Little, Angus McCall, Roderick McLeod, Willie McCallum, Connor Sinclair, and Ian Spears. You know what's interesting about that is... Like three of those people have played the Las Vegas Pipe Band Celtic Thanksgiving concert? <laughs> uh, one, two, three... Yeah, we should go for more of those, though. Let's just use that as our hit list. <laughs> that's a good idea. Uh, one thing that's interesting that I read was that... I believe it's just the two Canadians, because everybody else is from Scotland, right? There's two Canadians, everybody else is uh, Scotland. Yes. Is that uh, those guys have to go two weeks early in quarantine before they go play. So that's, Jack Lee and Bruce Candy have to go early. Yeah, that's not that strange. I mean, no, yeah, a lot of countries, uh, you can still go. It's interesting because, like, you know, most other countries have kind of figured this thing out. You can travel, you can quarantine, you can do whatever you need to do, you can leave, and then it's we're just the ones that are like, uh, you know, eating fucking paste in the corner. <laughs> uh, I received some good news recently. Um, the so there's a I don't want to say call it a ban, but a restriction on people traveling from Nevada to New York. And there's about one for a, Chicago as well. Which I mean, I, there's a bunch of states, yeah. but it, I mean, in particular to me, I, I haven't been home in forever, and. Uh, it, it, like a week or two ago, it, they took Nevada off the list, so you could go without having to uh, quarantine. And then, like a week later, they put them right back put on. Right back on. <laughs> I'm like, fuck! Thank God I didn't buy a plane ticket. Because I, my mother, she sent me a message. She's like, "Hey, you can come again without quarantining." Like, because I can't sit there for a month. I can't go sit in a hotel for two weeks and then go visit. You know, like I. Nah, it's, there's on. no way. That's crazy. So anyway, uh, I, you, I was you, like, you "There's no to, way this is gonna last." You want to try to pay for two hotel rooms at once? That's insane. <laughs> That's, <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I'd find a way. Uh, but anyway, so now they put New York back on the list, so now I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, no, uh, so we, we've been uh, kind of wondering the same thing, because the intention is for Christmas to go visit the lady's family. She's from Chicago. And um, yeah, it's like every day, it's like, uh, should we buy tickets? Like, you what's said going Chicago. On? That's not a drink thing for me. Well, I know, but it's a Why, because she's not from Chicago? She's from the suburbs? Is that what the bell's for? <laughs> I don't know. Is, is there is there a large distinction? I'm from I'm from the West Coast, so it's all the same to me. It's more about if somebody says there's literally from nothing. Chicago, then as far as I know, there's nothing else in Illinois, but I could be I could be mistaken. There's Naperville. That's really all that matters, right, Joe? Well, Naperville, but you know, I I went to school in Bloomington. Normal. Yeah. So that matters. Yeah, but Bloomington is not the home of Atherton bagpipes, though. Ely, Elko, other that, random that places you don't know about. <laughs> There's Ely, like yeah, uh, Ely, Elko. Let's do a road trip to Winnemucca or not, preferably. <laughs> Fern, Tucky, <laughs> oh Kentucky. Um, but yeah, so it's it is interesting. I mean, fuck, dude. I'm glad. Here, here's. I'm, in, I'm interested to see how this goes. And we've talked about this at fucking nauseum because there's nothing else to fucking talk about. But I'm interested to see how some of these events move forward once uh, we're out of this in 2025. And, like, do they, once they realize that they could just fucking put a camera up and stream it and have content, like, that's great. There's always a place for a live audience, but I feel like these things should have been streamed anyway. Well, the Glenn Fittick always was, or has been for a long time. I don't know how long now, but, but like, also, I wonder, are they doing pay per view for this? Because they did pay per view for. They're, they're, it's a pay per view. They're recording it though, so they're those, not going to broadcast it live, which is actually smart. Those, fucking but they always, they always do. Why are they not doing it this year? Money hungry cunts. They're not doing it live, probably because they want to get the stream right. Because for the last couple of years, it's sucked. 
Well, awesome they could hire that. us and we would do it. <laughs> yeah, we have a great track record of an awesome stream. We have a perfectly good stream going right <laughs> Tonight, now. Tonight, it's great. <laughs> you know, if, they hired, if they hired Doogie, because he did a good job uh, with Winter Storm. Winter Storm, yeah. yeah. Hire Doogie to do the stream for Winter Storm. Doogie will hire me to do all yeah, the... Because he does not want to go. Event photography go. and videography for anything that's going to be edited. And then, boom, we, we sneak a little Chanaram vlog out of it. This is a win-win-win. Yeah. Win, win, win. I think the, right, ba- the bands are going to have to figure out what the, what the bands need to do because I don't think the contests are going to happen next year either. Even if we have a vaccine in place. Listen, Joe, shut your... That's not going to be able to happen. Joe, shut your whore mouth. Don't, we, don't need that kind of, we don't need that kind of negativity here. Being pragmatic, already planning <laughs> for what the bands need to do. We need to find ways to get together and compete. Hell I think yeah, we'll man. be able to get together, but I don't think the games with 15,000 people outdoors are going to happen. Well, and there's there's a tipping point. I mean, we had this. I mean, you know, I've talked about this on the show already, but like we had this for the Vegas games where we realized that even if we were allowed to hold the event, we couldn't get enough people in to make it financially sustainable. And yeah. and that's a big thing. Like the margins are really fucking small on these events. Yeah. So so you know, turn the tip, turning point into a tipping point. I'm sorry, turn the tipping point into a turning point. Precisely. The bands are going to have to zig and zag. Yeah, that's what we have to do. So speaking of online shit, uh, we haven't talked to you in a while. You've been in the process of planning this miniband contest. Well, how's that going, bro? So it's going. What's the bell for? Oh, oh Fastball just shit his pants. Thank, thank oh. God we're in this tiny fucking box apartment. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. So you know, I've been checking in with the bands penis. to see when, when people could start to get together. And there's some bands that just haven't gotten together. And then a couple of bands did get together. And they said, yeah, listen, uh, the submission date by before Thanksgiving. We don't know if we're going to be able to do this. Um, there's 30 bands interested. If we can get 15 and do it with 15, then we're going to do it. And uh, if we want to do that with with you guys, Vegas, and uh, Jeremy's band, mm-hmm. all the better. Yeah, I'm interested. So we'll go with what we have. So, and for like judging, you guys have outside judges coming in? We have playing for sheets lined up. I bet that was a fucking pricey buy. <laughs> no, it wasn't too bad. It was uh, pretty pretty agreeable. Don't you don't you know that uh, for drums, uh, Aaron McLean will just do it for free? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, just hire two of them instead of Steve. Don't don't hire Steve McGordon. Shot across the bow, bitch! <laughs> wow. Uh, hey. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm curious because we had talked about doing the Chain Rant Online um, Kitchen Piping Contest, which we are still moving forward with, but I was hoping you would already have yours done so I could figure out best practices. And so Correct. now I guess I got to reinvent the goddamn wheel. I mean, kitchen piping in the true sense where you pass around bagpipes? Because that ain't happening. <laughs> no, we're definitely not doing uh, <clears throat> Basically, uh, unless you buy one of Unless you buy one of Jeremy's uh, mouthpieces for the blow sticks... Yeah, I don't think I know what that is. There were things. I mean, because I remember he was he was experimenting with using like a CPAP filter inside of like the yeah. water trap as well. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting idea. That's not how it works because CPAP filters catch bacteria and viruses are smaller than bacteria. But who gives a shit about science? Not <laughs> us. Not at the goddamn channel ramp. I guess all that matters is that people think it's going to be okay. The reality. Hey, we is- could always just switch to bellowed versions of the bagpipes. We're just. There, now there's an idea. Pipe. I don't know if we could push enough air to make that work on the Highland pipes, though, Joe. You Maybe could. with two drones? I don't know. You could if your reed was of the appropriate strength, and that's what I learned. This there you year. go, if your instrument's <laughs> balanced, yeah. One thing Josh learned is... One thing I learned is uh, 
<laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that's, right, that's what I learned. <laughs> you don't have to kill yourself, people. Oh, my God. <laughs> so is the, is the kitchen piping thing, do you plan that to be, you know, a group of, of band people, like in a room with pipes and drums? or No, soloists. There, there's, really, there's really no rules. So the way... And that's why we're calling it kitchen piping is because there's no fucking. No, you, are you going to call it the world championships? No, we're going to call piping, it. Like we're going to call it the global Milky Way Galaxy Premier Championships of kitchen <laughs> piping. Because okay. apparently words have no meaning now, and we can just say that everything is the most important thing when nobody gives a fuck. Fair enough. But the idea, the the idea behind this brainchild is we've seen. A lot of like structured things. We've seen a lot of uh, online contests that were trying to basically recreate what you would get in a normal contest setting. So you're going to stand and play a fucking MSR or you're going to, you know, do a mini band or something like that. Mm -hmm. The goal for this is the winner will be whoever submits the coolest fucking thing. There is no rules. If you have 15 people, if you have one person, if you have fucking fireworks going off as you dick down your wife playing Amazing Grace, like, there's no rules here. It's whatever the coolest fucking thing is. And the panel of judges is me and Sko and MLK. Right. And whatever we say. As you, as you dick down your wife playing Amazing Grace. Now, is she making <laughs> lobster while that's happening? Or? <laughs> yes. She is, she is stabbing lobsters the whole time. She might be making crabs. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but it, no matter what wow. she's making, it still smells like the ocean. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Did I get him? I can't see him. Did uh, I get him? Yeah, no. He's, he's very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Let me ask you, Joe. Have you ever have, have you ever gone down on a chick and uh, you and then you're you're like later that day your breath smells like you just had you had sushi at some point? Like you ever have that happen to you? It's definitely happened to me. Oh, but I mean, have you just smelt it later somewhere on your body? Oh, absolutely. That'll happen. Yeah, that happens, Andy. You know, it's it's <laughs> that means you, know, the, you weren't the human body smells. I just want to know if it happened to you. That means you weren't taking proper scene safe and BSI precautions. <laughs> all right. Well, at the time, I wasn't wearing a mask or a dental dam, so. <laughs> oh, oh, jo- and and with that, Joe instantly regrets coming nope. back on the show. <laughs> Can we? Uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start a Facebook group. It's only for uh, satanic orthodontists. We'll call it the Dental Damned. <laughs> I just bought that domain. Uh, <laughs> you got it. Damn it! <laughs> you mean Kenny Heiner did? Hey now. I'm messaging Kenny right now to buy the domain. It's all uh, good. It's quick, under control. Quick, <laughs> quick throw to the chat. We've got uh, a couple things that I feel like we have to bring up. One, uh, Cobra is killing it in the chat saying it should be called the Philip K. World's Intergalactic Culinary Space Ultra Masters Bagpipe Sounds Championship. Write that down. I that's like awesome. it. The fall, that's fantastic. The, the fall edition. The fall edition. <laughs> the fall edition. That's great. Fall edition. So I'll screenshot that. Yeah, that's No, brilliant. the other thing. Um, so people were talking about the lack of it being Chain Rant Studios. Uh, and he says, uh, uh, fuck, where, where was it? Oh, Cobra says, nothing that. Not uh, noting that this is ironically the same venue as the Michael Ianuzzi episode, just saying, which was the last time we were here. <laughs> that is correct. And we had Michael. Is that am I pronouncing his last name correctly? Ianuzzi? I have no fucking you know, you, Just Ianuzzi. Ianuzzi. Well, there you go. If you He's were, Italian, and you should learn some Italian lessons from him. If you're, does he speak Italian? <laughs> he does, yeah. He oh, I'd love Italy. to learn Italian. Man. If you were there for that episode, Ianuzzi, that Fusco fucking <laughs> passed the fuck out. 
<laughs> like 10, <laughs> 10 minutes into the 10 thing. minutes into the show. We never even released it. No, it was that bad. I saved it, though. I saved the video because I feel like maybe we should edit something we out can, of it. We can like, sell that. We can get some uh, Give it to the patrons, maybe. Because, we'll yeah, out. anyone that was on that one, I think there was like five people in the chat and we are doing it. And it was just like, it was just a <laughs> completely fucking... Like yeah, I don't if know. you could cut it up into some house music, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> like, I had like he's in, he's in the house music, so it was just a Josh. It was like motherfucker. What am I gonna do now? I don't know this guy. Like I know nothing about fucking drumming. And Fusco was <laughs> <is> literally sleeping. <laughs> like, <laughs> he literally just like passed out halfway through the fucking episode. I tell you and what, I was just like, well, Michael, I guess we're done here. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm over the embarrassment of what happened during that, so I think I'm. It's down really to funny, like, dude. Like if you watch it, can I, I think, have? Can you send me? I'll, I'll listen to it. I'll and, see if and, I can find it. Yeah, but like. <laughs> like if you watch if you, the video is fucking priceless we gotta see if we can download it from the YouTube channel because mm-hmm. the video is fucking priceless if you just like in the corner just like <laughs> <laughs> just fucking sleep <laughs> like you were snoozing and I'm like oh, what am I gonna do that is hysterical <laughs> I, it wasn't on purpose I, uh, it was funny I mean I, I was super pissed but it was still funny like <laughs> Now that I have, end. now that I have distance from it, and I'm like, I'm like, we got like, we got no show this week. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> well, you know, things work out for us. Just like this week, <laughs> where, we did yeah, where the fuck is that episode? Where the fucking episode didn't go out. <laughs> but hey, it works out in the end. Uh, maybe we'll use it as, uh, I don't know. Hey, we'll if, if nothing else, we're consistently uh, inconsistent. Right? Isn't that really what it's all that's, about? That's that's gonna be the new the the Channerant Company motto will be consistently inconsistent. That might that might not be a bad shirt idea. Hey, there you go. Hold on, I'm gonna write this down. Yeah, start writing. Start writing shit down. It could be a show title too. Because we still got. I got to do the yeah, paradigm. On, 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 on the back, it has to say "Draw your own conclusions." <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag "Draw your own conclusions," Joe. There you go. Or since it's Channer, I could be inconsistent. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so Cobes, I'm really glad you brought that up because I was gonna mention it and I had forgotten and I didn't, it didn't make it into the show notes. So. We are going to take a quick siesta. Yes. No, we're not. We're actually just going to take a break. No siestas, you. Oh, no, no, break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to do a quick break. We're going to talk to the chat a bit. We're going to come back with the fail, win, and try of the week. That's going to be great. And then we're going to talk to Joe about bespoke heirloom bagpipes. Let's do that. Pipe and life's not for everyone. And it doesn't always come at the right time. But with the Chanarant podcast at patreon.com slash Chanarant, you can be there at the right time for you and your loved ones. It happens to a lot of guys. You're not ready to pipe in as hard as the Chanarant guys do. But with patreon.com slash Chanarant, you too can be ready anytime, anywhere. So Joe's got himself a nutty buddy there. Josh has no idea what a nutty buddy is. Yeah, um, describe it to me as sexually as possible. Joe, how would you describe a nutty buddy? Well, no, I'm not going to describe it sexually because it's in my mouth. It's wafers. Yeah, and chocolate. Joe never. No, Joe never has anything sexual in his mouth. <laughs> no, so, not at all. Andrew, I mean, just, just ask there's, his wife. I think there's a number of textures and layers of flavor. So you have that salty, crunchy, chocolatey, mm-hmm. sweet it's wafer, chocolate, peanut butter. It's got saltiness to it somehow. They're so good. I put mine in the freezer. I love them out of the freezer. They are so good. Dude, you you sprinkle some cocaine on the top, you've got me. (laughs) Oh, man. 
No, that's that's a that's a whore's ass. Um, hold on. I gotta get a beer. Hold on a sec. Also known, also known as snow bobbing. This is. What did you drink? All the beers? Ultra? Are you drinking Michelob Ultra? Yeah, we're we're watching our figure, Joe. Yeah, come on now. Come on, everybody. You guys should get Zima in there. We're already we're already the world's greatest bagpiping podcast. We might as well also be the best looking. Right? Do they do they make Zima anymore? I don't even know. I have no God, idea. You know what? What if what if the, the the other pipe band pod podcast wins best podcast of the year? <laughs> that would be outstanding. I would be fucking fantastic. <laughs> I will send them. I will send them shirts. I think we might just have to start a social media campaign for that. that I would fucking laugh my ass off. <laughs> Because it would just it would just prove that we're living in a living in a situ- simulation and nothing matters. Like right, it's all it's all just over. Do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just pee on the wall. Yeah, but say yeah, I'm just gonna shit in my mailbox and then dance naked in the street because mm-hmm. apparently nothing matters anymore. Nope, my mailbox is a little high. Unless you're drunk driving, that's the only thing that seems to catch up with people. Not me though. I uh, never I never drink while I'm driving. You spill going around corners. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, so, Joe, what was? Are we doing one fail? Or are we are you prepared for our fail, win, and try of the week? I am prepared because we've we've had these ones. We've been sitting on these for a while because we keep forgetting to do the fucking win, fail, try. <laughs> so this is the first. Um, Go fail, win first. I mean, it's sorry, a fail. Excellent. And uh, I'll play a bit for you. I might skip around a bit because it's kind of long. And I and hit for, it from the beginning. And then for the skip. sake for the sake of my sanity, I don't want to fucking. No, we, I watch don't want to the whole thing. Yeah, I've I've done it once. That's all I need. Michael Beam show notes. Do you have the uh, to ours letter? <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, you want me to play it now? Six hours later. Oh, it's done. Oh, that's the end. The end. They all. I, I don't think you need to play it through the end. I mean, we all. We've so, all so at the end of this uh, fucking lip syncathon. 
Please tell me you cleared that. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> me accidentally killing myself live on the internet. Yeah. I, I, it looked like the magazine <laughs> might have still been in there. Bagpipe podcast host blows his own fucking brains just, out on air. I pulled the mag, Joe. I know what I'm Only in America. Don't just, don't just check. Do a full rack and check and make sure it's clear, you, you dick. Always. I did. You always. It's clear, Joe. That you didn't do. That you didn't do. You just peaked. did. You didn't see it. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Fusco. Uh, Make me nervous. You found, you found this one. What are your thoughts? Oh, so this was sent by a listener about two weeks ago. I believe it was Kevin McKean. And he sent it to me out of the blue. And uh, I watched about 10, sex, 10 seconds of it. And I was so angry. And I wrote back to him immediately, like, this makes me so angry. <laughs> Elaborate. You and the rest of the pipe band world. <sighs> oh, my God. Like, one, it's Snake Charmer again. And it's also that chick from that band. I can't remember their name. Um, two of the three goddesses were involved in this. And then whoever the other band is. And they're, it's not fucking bagpipes. One, it's like so obviously a keyboard. Like, it's a video of them pretending to play bagpipes without bagpipes. Like, ba- what yeah, are they like, doing? It's like bagpipe lip syncing. Right. You know what like, they're doing? They're making but this is money worse. what they're doing. It's disgusting. It's not bagpipes. It's not what we do. It's awful. It's But it's worse than usual because it's so not bad. It's like she went so far beyond not like, being I just, bagpipes. Like, I don't think a single part of that, uh, I'm going to air quote performance, I don't think a single part of that was actually audio recorded by one of those musicians. Guaranteed. I bet you the band is real. I bet well, you. I bet it's all about. It's a fucking backing track. Like, no, no. I bet you that band did it. My, I, I, I could be wrong, but I, I think the guys that are playing, because probably because they're men and they know how to play instruments, I guess. But uh, <laughs> Christ, <laughs> just kidding. But, uh, but, but I you think know what the this band is going to lead to? It's going to lead to us going to a wedding, and they're going to. Oh, can you guys play the final countdown? Correct. For us? Like, this no. is exactly As what it's going to. Matter of fact, I fucking yeah, sure. I'll play it right after I play the Star Spangled Manor for you. No problem. <laughs> Uh yeah no this I'll play, is I'll play it right after I shove my fist up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet and oh I do and then fucking bail like oh dude it is so yeah. the worst but it's just it's just for me it's it's like, the worst thing they've ever done it's and the fakest done some fucking thing I'm just like what the fuck man like this is obviously none of you are actually playing on this look in some of their comments though people are loving this shit if you look at people YouTube, are fucking stupid we've because already they don't know any better that. but this yeah. you're now promoting. Like nonsense, and people are gonna. Joe's exactly right. People are gonna start asking for stupid shit. Like, how many people ask for shipping off the boss? Well, I mean, back when ten years ago, when that was a huge Dude, thing, I had that as a fucking request at a wedding. Yeah, I get that shit all the time. Like, it's not a fucking bagpipe tune for one and I, two. I could fake I it. Someone request it. I, I played, but it doesn't wedding. make any sense on its own. I, I, I played for a wedding where someone. The only thing that they were non-negotiable on. I suggested all the other tunes. The only thing they were non-negotiable on was the fucking Boondock Saints theme. Which is played what on is a that? violin. Well, I don't even know what that is, but like, okay. Did you just play any jig and make it work? No, dude. I fucking, like, basically freestyled it, like, out of fucking nowhere. Really? And it was tragic, because I'm like, dude, you realize there's other fucking instruments in these songs. Like, okay, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. I want to hire you as a guitarist. Just you. No band. Just you. Play Crazy Train. Go. Like, there's going to be a portion where it's like, you're just standing there going, and there's nothing else. No one's going to fucking know where you are in the song. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Oh, I hate that. And I hate this. And I hate them. And I hate her. I hate them all. It's just such a... It's well, just, don't hate. I mean, just just be disappointed, well, but don't let them represent who we are and what we do. I mean, in the end, Joe... It's I, coming, though. We're going to get the request. Hey, can you guys can you guys play that? In the end, Joe, I don't hate. I just masturbate. 
Don't hate, masturbate. Correct. That's the coming soon to the Channerant store. That's the title the newest, of my. That's the title of my new book. That's the title of Amy's <laughs> memoir. Don't hate, masturbate. <laughs> oh yeah. So see, anyway. I do both simultaneously because while I'm doing it, I hate myself. Well, that's true. Absolutely. Because you know, <laughs> that's the only way I can get off. <laughs> By, by punishing yourself, and that's how you're punishing yourself, by pulling on it? Yeah, I just, I just, I, I, you know, put on my Batman mask, I pull the belt as tight as I can, and I was like, you piece of shit, and then I just stare myself in the bathroom mirror, and then, you know. So how about the win of the week? Then blow in the sink. <laughs> how about that win? <laughs> well, first, yeah, yeah, we do have the win, we do have a win, and it is the Bam Jand. Oh, wait, super creative. Do you want to go try win first or win first? We can do try. We I say go try first. first. So we have a try of the week, and this is uh, Handsome Tony in the city of Chicago Pipe Band, which I'm very excited to go to Chicago for the holidays and hopefully see some of these motherfuckers. Cobes, you're, you're, there you are. I'm coming. I'm coming in December. We'll get a beer. <laughs> calling this a jazzy Scotland the Brave, by the way. It is jazzy. It is jazzy in the sense where everyone is improvising. Right. <laughs> Nobody's playing the right note. Ooh, a little fanciness by attempts. Notice it consistently starts to get better as they're going along here. It started off pretty rough. Oh, wait. Okay, let it go. Let it go. Skip ahead, because that's fine. I don't know what happens at the end. Oh, I need you to reload that clock. Oh, there you go. The fire engine or the oh police. yeah, police car. So, <laughs> you know they're in Chicago. They're in Chicago. People probably died, and I'm dying from this performance. Okay, so there's good, ba- there's good and bad here, right? <laughs> there's a little bit of good. There's a little bit of bad. Like um, the Joe, pipes, the Joe pipes. I can, yeah. Let, let Joe go. Joe, what do you think? What do you think? I saw this uh, when, when it was posted, and I loved it. I just did put a smile on my face. So it was uh, just nice seeing a group of people playing on a corner in Chicago, uh, making music. It's like it's like I enjoyed shit. it. It's like that Rocky movie where they're all standing around yeah. a fucking fire can. <laughs> except Chicago. Hey, except know. this time, Chicago's on fire. I mean, I will. I will put a lot of the uh, parts that I consider to be. Like elevator music on the coldest dark on your way to the coldest darkest circle of hell. Like I'll put a lot of that on the horns more than the pipes. I thought oh, it's definitely horns. The pipes sounded great. Pipes sounded great, except they weren't. Obviously, he's using a normal channel. They're playing yeah. in a different key. Well, depending on what the horn is, though, like a lot of those are like like a trumpet's a B, uh, not a trumpet. Trumpet was a B flat instrument, so it could do it. Yeah, but Tony wasn't playing in B flat. That's the problem, is what I mean. Well, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, you know what? Aside from the. Um, Aside from the fact that it sounded like a bagpiper and a horn band both did way too many quaaludes and then like decided <laughs> to go play on a corner. Uh, hey, when once the band stopped and Tony was playing by himself, it sounded great. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> Points to Tony, for sure. <laughs> for trying. Hey, his, man, pipes, his pipes sounded glorious. What I want to know is how quickly after he did this did somebody on the street come up and suck his dick? 
Uh, I'm assuming it was. Uh, one I of think the they were doing it while it was happening. Yeah, yeah. probably. But no, I mean, yeah, fuck, man. I don't know. It's it's always a fucking crapshoot when you're playing with other musicians, especially when they have absolutely no knowledge of like Scottish music. Right. Considering they didn't. Well, I mean, they understood four four time. I mean, they 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 got into it and they improvised and it was it was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah but you could have that whole you could have done that whole thing and like hit that drum twice as fast and it would have been fine. Right, like it's like, it's like okay, I get it, I get what you, you're going you ever, for. Did you ever play the drums with like the bucket beaters in Vegas? Uh, no, do we do. We, we do. do have bucket beaters. Never done it. No, yeah. you should do that. Go up and just start playing. Hey, it's a four-four. They'll go, huh? Just start playing and tapping <laughs> your foot and play along with them. Yeah, play along to this. Yeah, yeah, we, we got fun. plenty of them. Except you got you got to have a permit to play with, um, <laughs> and then and then steal their buckets. <laughs> it reminds me. Uh, oh, we need them too. Uh, it reminds me of like, have you seen that uh, the meme of like the dancing guys with the coffin on their shoulder? Like, mm. take that meme and then just slow it down like fifty percent speed, and it's like that, like burn, 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 burn. burn. <laughs> it wasn't quite that slow, but. It was all right. All right. We'll give them a try. I, That's a it, good try. There were good pieces. They just weren't good together. It's I, like Reese's, piece, I, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, except from hell. Yeah, just think about it as- Two great is, tastes that did not go well you, together. If you really do poorly in your life and you believe in such a thing, on your way down to the deepest, darkest circle of hell, this is what you'll be hearing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when we get there, hell is St. Patrick's Day of honor, so- Oh my God, is it ever- and uh, when you get there, say hi to Herman Cain. Cool. <laughs> so, moving smartly forward, we have, our, wow. we have our win of the week. That was an old wow. reference. Wow. wow. We have a... Uh, that guy, okay. Didn't he die? He did. He did. Oh, God. Yeah, he did. He sure did. Wow. Thank right, okay. after, right after saying COVID wasn't really, got COVID and fucking died. <laughs> So don't Let's say don't say there's no poetry in life. <laughs> um, so this is the uh, win of the week, I guess, and this is the Bam Jand. Also, I believe featuring Handsome Tony. But what does he do? Does he I play? Have no idea. I, I was sent this. And I, I thought we would try to like help Tony out. So if you're on SoundCloud, you're looking for the Bam Jam. Jam. It's like jam band, but two of the letters are different. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna skip. Yeah, get to the where something happens. It's ten minutes in. I'm not fucking around. I literally just skipped ahead nine minutes. Really? And that this is what's happening? <laughs> I'm not fucking with you. Cool. So check that out. <laughs> oh wait, wait. We gotta listen to more of that. That is I didn't listen to it. I just put it in win because I thought it'd help Tony out, but what the fuck is going on there? Um, it's, well, it's like, you know, you, you've played jam bands before, I'm sure. No, never. Where you just get high as fuck and, like, just kind of noodle? No, never. <laughs> I've never done that in my life. That's what I do every practice I on thought Tuesday. Music had like, a point. <laughs> what were you doing? Uh, I thought music had a point. I don't know. <laughs> I was always very anti no, you to, Yeah, you have to keep in mind, when it comes to, when it comes to, like, psychedelic rock, it's like fencing. There's no point. Oh Jesus! All right, let's get on with this because, right. quite frankly, yeah, we gotta we gotta move forward. So we have Joe for a reason. We actually have a topic. We do. Yeah, we do. Um, so the the reason, aside from just because I miss Joe and I like hanging out and talking to him, yeah, Joe's just a uh, and it's, and this is this is 
airtime that they didn't even pay us for. We just wanted to give it to them because we actually think their shit's cool. Yeah, this is a non... What, what this would is you call hashtag it? not an ad. This is not an ad. This is not paid advertisement. No, no. We already <laughs> did the thing we got paid for. <laughs> uh, but so, Joe... I don't know how much detail you want to go into, but you have recently become very involved in the um, promotion of some of Ryan McClellan's products. What, do you have props there, Andy? You going to hold something up? N- not, yet, right? down? not yet. Not oh, yet. I'm just okay. waiting for you to answer. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, do you want to tell a bit of that story of like what made you decide you wanted to get involved? Sure. So it's uh, it's it's a broader story than than Roddy, and I'll make it quick as quick as possible as I can. So it, here in Raleigh, we're looking to build a Celtic cultural center, and I jokingly am referring to it as the Crack House. Super. And part of the Crack okay. House is going to include McClellan bagpipes. We're going to bring Roddy's shop to Raleigh. That's our intent. I'm not saying we're going to do it this year or within the next 18 months, but we're planning to do that. Also incorporate a Raleigh Scottish dance troupe into the hall and have a band hall that the band could practice in. And then we could also rent that hall out for parties when COVID's over with, um, which has been some of the problems. So in that process, just getting together with Roddy to see what he does and determine what his manufacturing process looks like. And I've kind of come to the conclusion that he's not a manufacturer, he's a maker, he's an artist. And I, I think a lot of these guys out there making bagpipes are they're true artists of what they do and trying to put a manufacturing process is going to be difficult. But in any event, um, working with Roddy, going back and looking through all the bagpipes he's made over the years, Waken District has played Roddy's channels over the years. And we work with Roddy when problems come up, like the sites issues with Blackwood and uh, other endangered woods came up a few years ago. So, uh, you know, we see these things happen. We talk to Roddy. It's great to have him local. He's in Charlotte. It's three hours away. It's great to work with him. He uh, he's a piper himself, so he understands the instrument, and he's a he's a freaking artist. It's it's amazing the work he does. Let's go back to your idea because I think this is the dream. We've I'm about to say about I'm, I'm fascinated by the, the idea because we've wanted to try to do like a, a cultural hall, center which houses everybody. Yeah. Like what a great idea! Like, how do you make this? How, how does somebody make this happen, Joe? Because we really want to know how to make this happen. I'm still trying to figure it out. So when this we is do, on the back Andy, of Dr. Brady. You know. So we, we, you know, we, <laughs> the first thing we had to do was develop a business plan, and we need McClellan bagpipes as part of that business plan to offset uh, the expenses. So the shop, you know, can, can make bagpipes and chanters and chanter practice chanters and sell those things to make money. Um, rent the space off to the Irish dance and the Scottish dance troops so that they could offset some of the mortgage costs. I mean, really at the end of the day, it'd be part, it's going to be a part of the Waken District 501c3 and uh, we'll break even. If we make some money off it, fantastic. Then I'll just buy the next round of swag for the band. Uh, Andrew, I don't know what it's going to be, but uh, according to Kevin McCaffner, I won the world pipe band championships fall edition of uh, the best swag for this year with uh, our new socks. But Andy, uh, when, when we get it sorted out, I'll let you know. Um, we're working with investors. Uh, we're working with both investors that want a return on their investment and some that want to be angel investors that just want to be able to provide money to what we're doing and really tie it into the, uh, the Celtic community. It's weird. you know. Growing up in Chicago, we had an Irish community and we had the Irish American Heritage Center. And if you've never been there, what? Because we said Chicago? You said Chicago. Everybody drink. <laughs> Yeah, but the Irish American Heritage Center is in Chicago, not like where Josh is. Ah, there it is. Okay, I won't say it again. But if you've ever been there, Josh, get, I have to. I have that. to drive home, Joe. You got to take it easy <laughs> on me. 
Yeah, if you're going to uh, if you're going to go to the three one two, you got to go up to the Irish American Heritage Center. Hell yeah, and uh, see what that place is all about. And I don't want to do anything on that grand scale because they do amazing things in that place. Uh, I think it has 19 bars. Conan did a video on it. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we're, we just want to find a way to do this. We're working on it and uh, you know, looking at what the property is going to look like. That's the the phase we're in right now. Is we know how big of a building that we need. And uh, we're trying to get some plans drawn up of what the building's going to look like, and then so you're, where we can you're looking place to it. Build a building. Yeah, we're going to build a building. We we talked about renting, and I don't want to rent. Yeah, like I so I've looked at similar things because one of the eventually what I'd like to do with the what we call the Las Vegas Celtic Society, which is a five hundred one c three nonprofit that runs the games here, mm-hmm. is we I've I've been looking to buy a building forever. Uh, and just try to make try to make the fine. I mean, I've spent my tenure as executive director trying to make the finances of the organization such that we could potentially invest in something like this. And for mm-hmm. the exact same reasons you mean, I mean, it's a practice hall for the band. It's a practice hall for dancers. You know, we could have fucking merchant shit that we sell out of there. Like, I would love it to be structured similar to like a like. You know, a lot of what we have out here, like German American clubs, where it's like a bar restaurant. Hall, you know what I mean? Yeah, a cu- literally a cultural center. Yeah, like any of the cult- like any of the town halls you see in Ireland. You go in there and it's the the town hall, right? But it, it's owned by a nonprofit that wants to support what what the culture is all about. And then, I mean, yeah, it's a genius idea. I'd be very, I would be very happy to have a uh, best practices of someone who actually pulled it off. So I'm I'm really rooting for you guys. And the idea, of, yeah. the idea of having a bagpipe maker in there is fucking genius. I don't think it'd be sustainable out here, but for where you are and basically all the well, communities we're, we're you fortunate serve, that, we, that we have him here. So that part of the model is going to work. You know, we, we've looked at the numbers of, of what he can make and, and it's, it's in the shop. It's Roddy by himself. It's one guy. He's had apprentices in there over the years and people helping him in the shop. But right now it's Roddy and uh, his daughter Taylor is in there doing some metal work, uh, literally hand engraving the metal in the shop. Um, while going to school online because uh, she got a scholarship to go to China. And she's going to be going away to China in January for school. Amazing. So, uh, she'll, yeah, she's getting her master's. She speaks like five languages. Now, she's granted, smart. I don't think we could sustain a bagpipe shop in Las Vegas or in Nevada because I don't think we're close enough to serve piping communities. Like, I mean, you know, they can serve a lot of the East Coast, Midwest, Canada. But what well, I will... Why, why are we any different? What I am planning... What I'm going to do instead, um, and I wish I had the means, is I'm just going to buy a gigantic fucking plot of land in the middle of nowhere in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Just big old fucking, plenty of that. Big old fucking desert plot in the middle of nowhere. There's plenty of it. And I'm just going to cr- start growing African blackwood. <laughs> is this the right? The climate's climate perfect. It? Is it? The climate's perfect for it. It takes like 30 years. It's like, yeah, you're not going to see anything on this. It, it, it takes a little bit longer than 30 years. I'm so, telling you, better off just sneaking into the Joshua tree forest and let's make some bagpipes out of that. Yeah, like I'm, uh, you know, I'm just going to have my have my uh, African blackwood farm. <laughs> It's not a bad idea. And it's, uh, it, you know, it, I've, I've been learning a lot working with Roddy, too, particularly about woods, Josh. I mean, you talk about blackwood and people growing it. It's a mess. Uh, all these these endangered woods, and it wasn't tracked for years of where the wood came from. And everyone's fixated. you got to make bagpipes out of blackwood. And Roddy's looked at so many other options other than blackwood, and he's one of the few that have done it. I mean, blackwood's tried and true. We know what it's going to sound like. We know how it's going to respond. Me, you know, musically, we... we we know, we know those things. It's known knowns. But if we, but if we made it out of oak, we could also beat protesters with it. Yeah, you, you can't make a, make it out of oak. Like Joe's, um, like Joe's baton. <laughs> like Joe's baton. 
there hit it is. you with it. <laughs> uh, yes, and, and and I mean Roddy over the years he he actually did a study. I think it was with a professor at Yale about be a densities forty pounds of, set woods, of pipes <laughs> uh, of what will work for a musical instrument, and uh, it's kind of amazing what and just how the different woods respond. And what happened? He was yeah. doing like some sort of uh, he was making pipes out of Mexican blackwood or something uh, like me- that. Me- Mexican royal ebony. So he's still making them. It's a beautiful wood. It has a very unique sound. Uh, there's a couple of solo players uh, out there playing them. I know Alistair, not Murray Martin from Lock Norman is playing them. Uh, we have a set in our band. One of our soloists has them. It's a it's a beautiful instrument. It's a very chocolate looking bagpipe. Yeah, I've uh, seen but it. The sound on it is is just very very unique. By I mean, unique, it still sounds like a bagpipe. It tunes to you know four. 70 something and it's just a different i mean tone is so personal when you start listening to bagpipes i mean you know you you play atherton do you know what that tone sounds like and it hits you right mm-hmm. and uh it, roddy's pipes are the same way and he changes the interior bore design based on what the wood is so he's not just going to make a bagpipe and make whatever bore right because he has people come up and say hey listen i have this set of 1890 mcdougals can you replicate those Sure, I can make them look just like that, but they're not going to sound like it even if I copy the bore. Why? It, it, there's just so many things involved with the density of the wood, the kind of wood that it was, where it came from, how old it was. I mean, just everything that impacts it. Him and I were, were having lunch yesterday. We are talking about do we think that the different metals they put on the thicknesses and the different types of ivory and the densities impact the wood and the overtones coming off the instrument? And he, he believes they do. It must. So it's just all these kinds of things. I mean, what if you had a wood that came from a place that there was a forest fire and it affected the wood differently, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you just, they didn't keep very good record of the woods. They do a very good job now. Um, but, and he knows how the woods respond and how they dry out. And it, it's, 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 it's kind of amazing. I'm not an expert. I'm just, I'm overwhelmed so in learning about jo- this stuff. Episode, episode title, Roddy Knows His Wood. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Roddy no. Knows Wood. Uh, Joe, I have a very important question for you. Desert Island question. Yeah. You have to answer. That's the rules of this game. You're on a desert island. You can only bring one set of bagpipes for the rest of your life. Atherton or McClellan? What are you bringing? Uh, it, it, it would be a set of uh, McClellan Revelation bagpipes. Fucking liar. <laughs> no, because they can handle being on They can handle being on the desert island. Because they're plastic, yeah, you cunt. Because be they're made out of Delrin, yeah. So tell us about this goddamn thing. What is this? Because I've heard of Dalaran pipes. Are these the they're, new? These are the new uh, Josh McEachern well, sponsored they're pipes. Not new. I mean, if, if uh, <laughs> I, I own a set of uh, Dalaran pipes made by who's the guy in Canada? Uh, doesn't matter. You whoever do, doesn't matter who they're made by. But so you know, they the, work the for traditional Dalaran bagpipes. You know, they're made out of Dalaran. They cut them and uh, they make them, and they probably use the same bore that they use for the regular bagpipes. Probably. So let me just ask you. You know, with with Dalaran bagpipes, what are the two biggest hangups you have with Dalaran bagpipes? Um, the, the I, I'd say there's only one thing that really is troublesome for me. Grind it's your the, gears. It's the yeah. It doesn't upset me that much, but like because they're plastic, I think this the hemp against plastic and the and the slipperiness of the tuning slides makes it very difficult to keep them consistent and stable because you have to make them so insanely tight because plastic on hemp doesn't work like the same as wood on hemp you know what i mean like that so stability so stability with tuning right stability with tuning changes because yeah. it's so hard to get that right with plastic yeah so we you know we went into this right when the blackwood uh restrictions were going into place where roddy literally could not get blackwood into the shop it couldn't come to any of the makers in the united states dave was lucky that he had david bought batches of wood and there's a couple other makers that, dave, that did too Atherton. yeah yeah uh 
you know, Roddy, for the most part, you order a set of uh, blackwood pipes, and I'm not saying he he orders it right then and there. He has sets. He's got six months worth of wood that he rotates in and out, so he's not making pipes like McCallum makes or sure. like other large makers make. Um, but so he was running out of blackwood, and he wanted an alternative. And he he came to us, you know, asking you know what what do you not like about plastic bagpipes? And uh, you know, what you said to your point, Andy, they're not stable. Moisture, real big issue for sure. us. Yeah, with, that's uh, a, yeah. you know moisture condensation collecting. Yeah, especially bagpipe. in that climate. Yeah, and, and then the last thing, the most important thing is all the plastic bagpipes. No matter what you do, they sound like shite. You know, they sound like plastic bagpipes. So uh, we told him, I said, if you could kind of work through those things and make a bagpipe that can, can resolve those issues. Yeah. We're, we're looking at something. So he did, he came up with a bagpipe. He, uh, he changed the internal bore design. He, he changed what, uh, he didn't use the traditional McClellan bore. So he changed the bore design. He actually bored out the insides of the bagpipes and he lined the bagpipes with the same material that easy drone reeds are made out of. Hmm. So it kept the reeds, uh, better in tune it gave them a more i'm going to say wood like sound mm-hmm. and we've seen it out there we put recordings out there we put live pipers out there playing them and people look at them and go what kind of bagpipes are those that's the first thing right he can make them look like whatever he wants like the, the set he made for me looks like an old 1890 set but he made a set just look like a normal set of bagpipes doesn't matter how they look it's how they sound and, sure. and how they respond and then the moisture so i i took these pipes for a year i played them before we put them in the market and a couple other people did too. And I took them to Canada for a St. Patrick's Day parade up in Quebec. Uh, I my my pipes were the only set of pipes going at the end of the parade. You know, you're dealing with 12 degrees and going in and out of bars and things like that. My my pipes were they were for the most part dry, which was kind of amazing. And they stayed mostly in tune for being that cold. We we're flat, but it stayed in tune. So people that have those types of uh, climates where they're going to be playing that much moisture, yeah. This is a good bagpipe form. It's a good cost-effective solution. And uh, the stereotype of what a plastic bagpipe is, this ain't it. And seeing is believing, you have to pick up the bagpipe and play it. Uh, I look forward to you sending Chanaran a set to try out. <laughs> and let Well, you maybe, know, I'm, I mean, they got to be better than Josh. You guys do an unboxing. We let Matt Willis do the unboxing, and then maybe we, we give them to Josh. Have him forward it to us, and Josh will play him for a season and see how it goes. Yeah, so yeah. One, of the, one, of the, one of the things that I'd be doing on my personal channel is I'm doing this, like, all the Dojo content that I possibly can. Just Do- Oh, like you're learning Dojo content. I'm, I'm literally going to try to go through every single class. That's my goal. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna course? Not, no, the courses, yeah. Oh, okay. Not like the live classes. My, my intention is to go through every single course. Basically, what, what I'm launching on my personal channel is uh, it's going to be the, hey, I'm Josh. And I suck at bagpipes, but I didn't used to. And so here's me not <laughs> sucking anymore. Here's me trying to get back to. Here's something. me trying to get back to not sucking. I'm not. I'm not going to try to fucking yeah. win a championship. But yeah, basically the content's going to be about like you know, if you fall off the fucking wagon, you just get back on. Yeah, <laughs> and I like this. You idea. do it the long and slow and hard way. But then I'm going to try to document as much of it as I can because one. I really enjoy making content. I haven't Suck less. done it. I haven't done it as much. Yes, exactly. Suck less. <laughs> I haven't done it as much lately. And um, every time I get a chance to make a video or do something like that, I remember why I enjoy it. Right. Absolutely. And so that's kind of the intention. And it'll be just kind of something that's a little separate. It's a little separate from Chain Rant. It's a little separate from CR, but it'll be, you know. Hey, man. Do it. 
fuck else do I got to do? Can we, can can maybe, maybe we can make you an ambassador for McClellan bagpipes. Yeah, I mean, let me know. I'm certainly happy to... What size shirt do you wear? Schmedium? Is that a Schmedium? Uh, yeah, this is a, <laughs> this is a woman's he just, small. He just, he flexed <laughs> Give him a woman's small, yeah. No, absolutely. it's a medium. It's a, it's a medium <laughs> shirt, okay? I don't like baggy clothes, all right? I got efficiency of motion here. <laughs> so let's, um, let's talk about another. Uh, yeah. So this is actually the thing that interests me the most. Not that I don't think that the uh, Revelation bagpipes and that like Roddy being a goddamn artisan isn't interesting. But you know, fuck all that. I know a lot of people that are artisans. I don't care. The idea of these matching channers is fascinating to me. Well, there's two things. Before we go to the matching, well, okay, we can talk about ma- matching practice channers. So, Joe, you want to talk about that? So. What I find interesting is they're developing channers for North American bands, and that's what based I have on climate, based on climate, like yeah, uh, what, what we, we, we have elevation, always, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because like we have always struggled. Oh my with god, with reed chanter combination. West Coast people in general, because re- reed chanter combination for us, it's like well, it's high and it's fucking dry. It's high and it's dry. Or if you're in Colorado, it's high and it's wet. If you're in Arizona, it's low and it's dry. If you're in fucking Northern California, California it's, it sucks and If you're sucks. in Southern California, it's low and it's wet. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's all over the goddamn place, Fucking right? sucks ass. So what's interesting is I have, I've got two channers here from McClellan. Joe sent me to try out. And these fancy new caps that they've got. I don't know. I haven't figured those out, but uh, they're similar to the Yuri Chisholm ones, but they're different. I don't want to talk about how or long the, it or, took or me. The, or the Canard ones. Yeah, similar to Canard I don't want to yeah. talk about how long it took me to figure out how to, like, take the cap off the top of my new uh, tone, not, not tone protector, but, like, the black one with the jelly thingies in it. Oh, yeah. Dude, I literally had, like, channel locks. I almost broke the fucking thing before I realized <laughs> that, like, I was twisting the wrong part. <laughs> yep. Sometimes that happens. Uh, so, this is... The McClellan, let's see, what do you guys call this? The Elevation, right, Channer? This is the smaller hole version. Joe's got, or uh, McClellan's got two versions. I got one, bigger hole. Josh, you feel this one. I'm interested in this. I've only tried the smaller one, but look at the tape on my Channer right now, Josh. This is the one I've been trying out with Joe. Look at the high G. And and what uh, what reading is playing in there? You have an high G. And is there any tape on that high G? No. Barely. Have although, we ever? Although you're that? breaking your own rule here slightly. How so? Because you told me I always have tape, even if it's not covering the hole. Well, that's true, but I don't. I what, what read? Do you, what read do you have in there, Andy? Is it a Gilmore still? This is a Gilmore still. Yep. Cool. So yeah, uh, Michael makes good reads. Like I'm still, I'm still testing this. This is a new read, and it's a few weeks old, whatever. But like, I'm amazed by this because the biggest issue we have, we play McCallum channers right now. McCallum MC2s, plastic. Uh, it doesn't and, matter. It doesn't matter what read you put in. Your ta- your high G is taped to shit, and you squawk like a motherfucker. Yeah, especially you and I. Maybe not so much if you can blow steady, but people yeah. that don't in our band has a lot of those. It's fucking squawky as shit. We just can't solve that problem, right? Yeah. And what, what are you pitching at too? Usually uh, like four seventy eight, seventy eight, yeah. maybe on those. I'd say. And then what, what does it get up to? If you start at the box at seventy eight, what does it crank up to? Well, in the summer when we're actually ninety three. No, it's not that high. Maybe four eighty. <sighs> Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 83. Like, I'd say yeah. I, I've hit like 484. If we're in like Phoenix in the summer, it's like 487. But like that's... Dogs, we're start, so, dogs start barking. <laughs> we're like so miserable at that point. It's like it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it's like, like the, you, you, hit an I, you hit a high A, the champagne class breaks, <laughs> the dogs in the neighborhood start barking. This is our problem. And what I like about what's interesting and why we're talking about this is that Joe is experimenting with how to make channers with, for where you are, the reads you use, and how to make them work. 
So mm-hmm. how does how does this fucking process work? Like how do like this is for North America, right? Yeah, so we're looking at we're, we're talking to bands in North America, and now we're actually talking to bands in Australia uh, because they seem to have similar climate issues that we do. And and again, it's regionally in Australia. There's a couple of people that are really big McClellan fans out there, tried and true, playing his stuff. And uh, when we started talking about the Channer after what Nate Russell said, uh, he was quoted on that Tartantown podcast about how he's not a fan of the piccolo. He's a fan of the Highland bagpipe. And he was actually referring to his Sinclair Channers. And, <laughs> Wait, there's uh, another you know, podcast a lot of I gotta fucking keep in mind? Jesus Christ. Wait, what podcast was it's this? It's like growing like weeds. Uh, Tart- no, no, it was just uh, the, during the Worlds. Uh, Tartantown did a podcast. Oh, and they right, had, yeah, uh, you know, they had Jack Lee on and some other – Bob Worl was on there. Been uh, there, but, done uh, they that. Were, they, they had quoted Nate Russell, uh, the pipe major Vic Police, when they won the Worlds. Matt Russell. And, uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you said Nate. <laughs> Joe got something wrong and I caught it. I just want to go on record. Things that Joe got wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I, have a, I have a function question. So well, the idea is a matching, matching a chanter to a region – but you also assume that the band is going to travel to a different region, right? So what's what's the thought process? Uh, yeah, that. Uh, so we're working with a couple of reed makers here in North America. Adrian Melvin's one of them. Um, Alistair Murray's another one. Higgins in uh, in Kansas City's another one. And we're looking at other reed makers and trying a number of different reeds in here. And we kind of all know, and even some of the, the top tier bands know that what works for them in Canada, in Maxville, doesn't quite work for them in Scotland. Okay. Because when they get there, I mean, Andy, you you were at the, the Virginia Tattoo watching Fife and Inverary. What worked for them in Scotland, they were really struggling with a little bit in, in Virginia. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, we came to that conclusion, and all the channers and reeds that we buy, for the most part, are from Scotland. It's made for the bands in Scotland for their climate. Now, some of them you know, make some adjustments and do things like that, and that's great. But it's not a product designed for us here in the United States. Right. And it's a combination of the chanter and the reeds. So we have to work with reed makers, and we have to get the reed maker to make their chanter so that it is stable in, in our different elevations and our different climates. Right. And that's what it comes down to. So, I mean, just working with these reed makers here in North America and working with the bands to see what works for them and what doesn't work for them. And Roddy has the ability and the flexibility because he's a small shop that we could we could make the channels for the bands that work for him. Yeah. Okay. So, I have a multi-dollar idea. Uh-oh. Not multi-million dollar, but multi-dollar idea. <laughs> Hear me out on this because it's lengthy. It's a little convoluted. You guys come up with... A tuning app. That's not the that's not the sell. The tuning everyone's got a fucking tuning app. You come up with a bagpipe tuning app. You don't monetize the app. Instead, what you do is you have a gate to use said tuning app where before you use it to tune, you have to input what read you were using and what chanter you were using and where you are. You aggregate all this data on read chanter combinations. You get data from the tuning app on pitch and tone and how many adjustments need to be made. Then you create a database where you can match read to chanter to location, and it's constantly updated by people who aren't you. 
It's an interesting idea. Uh, we've been doing a little bit of that kind of organically with the bra tuner, and we've only been doing it in North America because that's all that we're focused on. <laughs> right. And seeing how the different reads respond. And, and again, Josh, tone is personal. Some bands want to be at 42 out of the box. They like that. That's their comfort zone. Well, yeah. I mean, you have a, okay, like instead of saying I pay $10 a month to use this app, every time you use it, you have to input what read you're using and what tuner you're using. And then after you tune, it's like, did you like it? So maybe you were at yeah. like 472 and you thought it sounded fucking dope. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> but I mean, don't be wrong. It's a computing nightmare, but you basically decentralize uh, read and chanter combinations to every player out there through the dissemination of a free app. Then you also make that app force them to accept using the devices uh, recording and have access to the photos, get their dick pics, blackmail them. <laughs> that, you know, this might be a good conversation to have with uh, with Doogie because he likes those apps and doing those kinds of things. Uh, he he yeah. is uh, he does like to. Um, the reason I'm willing to put the data. idea out there is I uh, don't have enough time or energy to make it. So someone else make it, and then I can use it. Uh, you know, I think this is the equivalent of what I would call hypersdojo.com slash musical kind of links. Right. <laughs> It's musical cunnilingus. That's what I would say. Joe, okay, so hold on. So you're developing channels for North American situations, climate and elevation, right? Yeah. Okay. And you're working with reed makers to try to make that happen as well. So we've never had that. Like, generally speaking, every band in the U.S. has had to deal with channels basically from either Canada and or mostly Scotland. Well, it's square peg round mm-hmm. hole. It's channels and reeds that are from somewhere completely different. So, I heard Stuart Little, my friend, you know, Stuart Little. Personal friend friend of the show coming on next week, October 3rd. Yeah, so be there. Uh, He he said recently, he's like, man, he he did that Route 66 thing, right? He's like, I had to go play in Flagstaff, and let me tell you, like, it is a fucking nightmare. He didn't swear. He said, it's a nightmare. He's like, if I was, if I had to play the worlds in Flagstaff, this is what I would do. I would get Channer specifically made, and I would get reads with, like, collapsing Fs. Like, I would get, have... I'd have to find reads that specifically work where they're super flat on a high hand on purpose to make it work in mm-hmm. in some right. high elevation place, right? And we only play there like every year. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And literally, exactly. I, heard, I heard him say this within the last month because he did this thing with the dojo and I heard him say it. And I'm like, like this, these guys never have to deal with this, but we deal with this all the time. And how unfair is it? Because, and we, we don't we, have we equipment have that works. Because we buy their stuff. Yeah, because we have to because that's all that exists. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't know about and they're, G1, and they're brilliant but, business models on the part of G One and Shepherd. I mean, they make great products, right? I mean, G One and Shepherd make great channers and great reads. Mm-hmm. You know? um, it's just it's it's not it's not as ideal for us. It's not the sound that we need and we're looking for right. to be successful here in Raleigh, North Carolina, or in Las Vegas. Right. I have a, another question in regards to that, Joe. So yeah. these two channers, one smaller hold. Jo- I don't know if you felt, Josh, this is a smaller hold one compared to the other one. Just feel the two of them next to each other. Holy shit. So what is what is going on with this? Because I know RG Hardy started to make a smaller hold channer. Why is this happening now? Why the re- going back? You're like, do you well, have any? For, for us, it was about, you know, we saw, we were actually, we were R&D in this when we saw RG Hardy put theirs out. Brilliant marketing on his part for Alpha and Omega. It's just great. Mm-hmm. Great idea. Um, yeah. It was. A, it was a, for us. It was about comfort because we had a couple of players that were playing them that had really big hands, 
And we had a couple players that had small hands. You know what they say, big hands. <laughs> it works. <laughs> it does work. Sorry, Joe, go ahead. <laughs> um, it, was, it, it came down to comfort. And then, you know, there was also some talk about, you know, the bigger holes, more projection. And, you know, we started reading these things with DB meters at, you know, 15 feet. And we're not getting as much projection out of it. Now, there are some things that we did to the inside of this channer. It's not your normal channer on the inside. Um, is it the ribbed? D's, it's ribbed for her pleasure. It, <laughs> it's, it is ribbed for her pleasure. Um, let's just say that it's not one conical on the inside. It's not one cone. Well, and this is so this that, is something you'd mentioned kind of offline one time I talked to you, yeah. where instead of it being straight walls on the inside of the chanters, actually some of the some of the notes have like chamfers and chambers that are differently sized, correct? It's so it's uh, not some notes, but like uh, ranges of the notes. And oh. uh, that was done. And again, this isn't the first time this has been done because Roddy has uh, has looked at a lot of chanters over the years to see what works, what doesn't work, even beyond bagpipe instruments. And uh, by, by using some different size conicals in some different places in the channer here in North America, in particular in, Ra- in Raleigh, where we've been testing this thing the most, it's uh, it stabilized the D's and the F's. Now, we played Roddy's channers, Wake and District. We played them three, four years ago for a couple of seasons. They were loud, right? And they're louder because they're thinner. And uh, the high hand wasn't quite where we wanted it to be. It wasn't as loud. Uh, but it was a you know mean sounding channer that uh, 478 to 482 on a hot day, right? And it worked real well. We read it up with G- G1 reads. We read it up with Shepherd reads. It worked well. And uh, we stopped playing and we sh- shifted over to G1 reads and G1 channers. And we started looking back again at this channel. We're going to bleep that because they don't sponsor our show. They only sponsor (laughs) Rabs. I'll stop saying it then. Um, so we're using beep reads and beep channers. You know, but but so we went back to you know we went back to Roddy with the problems that we had with his previous McClellan channer. Not that there's nothing wrong with it; it's a great channer. But hey, can you make the high hand a little bit louder? Um, And can you help stable? Is there a way we could stabilize the D's and the F's? Is there something we could do? Is there some magic you can work? And yeah, it's been pretty interesting. And then one other thing that, that, Andy, I don't know if I talked to you about this with the chanters, is actually the chanter stock. Joe is frozen. I'm frozen? Just your just your beautiful face. Your voice oh, is perfect. Yeah. Let me stop it. How about I stop my you're video? You're fine. No, you're fine. It's on our video. end. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. We, okay. fix, that. we fix that on our end, buddy. So continue. Uh, is with, Just with the chanter stocks. You know, a typical chanter stock is just one conical. It's just straight through. Right. It's not even a conical, it's just a tube. Um, Roddy's chanter stocks, and he's not the only one, they're they're fluted a little bit. So they have a shape, it's smaller, it goes wider, and that actually does help with the high hand. It's just one of those weird kind of things that he does. Hmm. So he's not the only one that does it out there. There's other makers that do do those things. A- Andy, if you look at your Atherton's, it's probably got a slight taper in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that makes sense as far as air pressure, like forcing it yeah. through a smaller area make, will increase your pressure without you having to kill your lungs and arms. Like it. Yeah. It's just physics. It's, I mean, well, I know the, our, the our the, the fans of the, the show are big is, physics is guys. Hand. It's the high A's. It's physically. Uh, so, Joe, what you're saying is you're McClellan is coming for G1 and that you're laying down no, the gauntlet. No, 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 no. And, and their first no. shot fired across the bow is by sponsoring a better podcast. <laughs> no, that's not the case. But I mean, Joe n- is none, saying- of these, none of these makers and artisans and manufacturers are going to be multi-multi-millionaires, except for maybe uh, R.G. Hardy. Right. Um, so what you're saying it, is Jock Elliott is shit, and you're awesome. No. 
No, he makes awesome <laughs> products, man. And Just I love him to death. Just kidding. I do think it's interesting, uh, the idea. And, and it's, a, it's about goddamn time that we took some pride in American bagpipe manufacturing, bitch. Yeah, you, sk- you skipped that part in, uh, in the Roddy uh, uh, copy. Dude, I got like born 17 in, bullet points. Born, you gave me a 30-second clip. Born in Scotland, made in America. Yeah, so America, bitch. Give me, give me the music in more than a thirty-second clip, and I'll get all the bullet points in. Fair pinky, enough. pinky promise. Donald Trump loves Roddy McClellan. Oh, God Donald Trump it. supports <laughs> McClellan bagpipes. They're huge. He's got a huge town. It's really big. It's gonna get bigger. It's gonna make it bigger. You can put your channel stacks. It's gonna be huge. No, that's not. That's not that gross There. There's one uh, last. We're, you know, we're, we're, there is a band playing them right now. There was a version of the channel that we were pretty solid with. Um, in uh, March and JD's band bought a oh, for their yeah. band. So, uh, yeah, That's, they're playing them there and they're playing them with uh, G1 Reads and they're fairly, they're having success with them. They like them. That's cool. That's good. We got to bloop. We got to bleep every G1. You're editing this one. So, yeah, I'll, I'll bloop every G1. Bleep, bloop every G1. And I'll put every bloop will be like Jack Kelly, it sucks dick or something. No, like just, just have to be, just have to be redacted. Andy, he's he's bigger than you, so I wouldn't. Nah. You know. hold on, hold on. Let me give you, let me give you a clean plate. John loves me. It'll be fine. This will be, this will be your plate for the uh, <laughs> the covering up every time we say G one. Redacted. There you go. Just use that. <laughs> okay, I'll use that. Okay, use that every time. Voldemort. 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 Uh, no, I love John Elliott. He's a great guy. Um, but uh, one last thing I want to talk about these, Joe, before we get out, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, but say yeah, we we are approaching the end of our show. Yeah, it feels like it feels like a big rap show. Sorry, it's I want I want to talk about affordability and and practice chairs. Yeah, so we we do want to reduce the cost on these things because we want to make it affordable for bands. Because really, what what's Stops bands from buying new channers. Obviously, it's the price. Oh, so we want to bring the price down. Uh, we want the bands to invest in the chanters and in the reeds and the working with the reed makers. So I'm not going to commit to a price of where it's going to be, but let's just say it's going to be considerably cheaper than uh, what is out there today. We're making out of the same material. We're not chintzing down. We're doing it the same way. But we want to pair it up with uh, that cap that's on there. That uh, you know, it has the, one of the moisture packets in there, kind of like what Canard did. Mm-hmm. So we, we want to pair it up with that. And you can only get that cap with that channer. It's going to be part of the whole system. He's not going to sell anything separate. And on, uh, we're right now we're working on a practice chanter. And uh, it's funny. Uh, for the last couple of years, Roddy's been working on a tunable practice chanter. Right. And then we saw a couple of people put them out. But we've, we've you know, the different ones we've played with. And um, it's weird. The tuning section, the way your thumb hits it, it's not very comfortable. So Roddy's still trying to engineer it so that maybe the thumb works okay. Sure. Uh, but the most important thing is that we want to line the holes up to that chanter that's in your, you know, that that's that's right there, uh, so that when you transition from your practice chanter to your band chanter, the holes there are the exact same size and everything lines up properly. I think that's uh, you told me about that, and that's a huge it's a good potential idea, yeah. idea because student pipers struggle with that so much. Once you become, yeah. once you've been playing for a long time, you kind of give, you don't anything. give a fuck. But in the beginning, it's so hard. I mean, I always like to use I, I always like to use as the example, um, like like Seamus, right? He'll come to town. And he has that, that little tiny fucking channer that he'll play. Yeah. For a practice channer. Yeah. And then you know he'll play like a normal human size. Well, you, you look at his. Have you ever seen Seamus's pipe channer? The holes 
are so carved. They're so gigantic. It's ridiculous. Just really. And, and he, he can get away with that because, I mean, he's executed that way for years. But Correct. you get somebody that's brand new to it that's transitioned to the bagpipes. You wonder why they're squeaking and squawking on the low hand. It's because yeah. their hands don't line up. They Correct. practice like this. They get on the bagpipe like this. Correct. Exactly. I think, so. I, think it's a, I think it's a great fucking idea. I think that it's about goddamn time. We bring some fucking manufacturing back to the old U.S. of A. <laughs> Until Joe out outsources uh, this to China. Yeah, let me know. Let me know when you guys want me to come up and film your ads, because that's dead easy. Um, <laughs> but uh, real quick, just going around the table, I'm going to do, uh, we got to do final thoughts, because it's been a bit of a long one. I'm going to go uh, Fusco, and then Joe, and then myself. I would just like to say that uh, I I think innovation is a good thing, and we got to keep pushing the boundaries to make this easier and better for everybody involved, especially students. And I I appreciate uh, McClellan trying to do that. We'll see how that all works out. I'm curious how it all ends up. And Mr. Brady. So it's not uh, it, it's going to be related to uh, to Pat Lynch at the City of Chicago Pipe Band. Uh, Pat, I, I played pipes with your dad, and uh, I'm sorry for your loss. And just kind of piggybacking on what Fusco said, yeah, like, I like the idea of nothing being sacred, obviously, because I host this show. Um, I think there's always room for improvement. Uh, my my famous motto is do better, try harder, and suck less. And when you've done all those three things, do it again. Right. So I like the idea of, uh, and not just because, you know, not, not, not just because they're sponsors of the show, because, you know, we still tell them to fuck off if we wanted to, because we can. Uh, it's a good idea to try new shit and make things interesting. And I'm, as a person who only uses the tools, consistently fascinated by all the work that's going in to design the tools. Right. I think that's really interesting. I will never design a fucking channel in my life, but if people like... Joe and Roddy keep consistently putting better chanters in my hands. That would be nice. I'm down for that. That'd be wonderful. And a free set of bagpipes for you. Would be <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll worry about that offline. Um, but uh, Joe, as always, uh, you're a goddamn pleasure. I miss you. We love Joe Brady, even though we came up with the hashtag F you Joe Brady. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yes, that's, that's quite something isn't it <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's always a pleasure and now back to the dick jokes it's always a pleasure to talk to you my friend and I hope you are doing well and I hope to uh, pick you up and give you a big old smooch again soon and oh, say hi to your lovely wife for me we'll do we'll do buddy alright <laughs> alright and with that I am going to go ahead and play us out